Thank you guys for tuning in to another week of Fine and Dandy Podcast. We are back again with another episode. Hell yeah, this is the 99th episode. We're about to hit 100. Fucking let's go. It's a check, uh, checkpoint here. The big 9-9, nine, nine, dude. About to hit Brooklyn that 100. 9-9, nine, but we're not in Brooklyn. Yeah, no uh, trademark or no, no copyright. TM. No copyright. No copy. Hey, right. that's pretty good though. Long time coming. Finally, about to hit this hundredth episode. Probably should have hit a little bit sooner, but you know, life happens, and we make the best of what we can. I'm gonna try to do something special for the hundredth. Might take a little bit longer for that one to come out. Hopefully, not too long. But we want to plan something out and make it uh make it a special day. Yeah, it's a. I mean, it's a big checkpoint for us. You know. Yeah, for sure. Fucking a hundred episodes, dude. Yeah, and you I mean you say that we could have got there sooner, but like theoretically, I mean the only way to get there sooner is to do it every week or whatever, you know what I mean, for a long ass time. But like that dedication sorry, my phone keeps going off. That dedication does take a little bit of um progression and like pre- preparedness, I guess is the word. But I mean just to like starting up a podcast from nothing type shit and just in your living room or what started as your bedroom type shit into someone else's living room and then all the way to here type shit i mean like it's not like we had funding or or anything like that to be to have the expectation that we were gonna like stick to a schedule all the time was kind of like irrational in a way i mean we didn't even have like a plan no we didn't (laughs) but uh beyond that we're still what, like only four years in, Max? Three or four? Five? <laughs> going on five. I think we're going on five. Twenty. It's gonna be five at the end of the year or something. But we're like four years in, right? Maybe like started at the end of twenty eighteen. You think so? I think we started like twenty seven. I think find I. Out. <laughs> yeah, if you want to go to YouTube, yeah, I'll real go quick, check go. out. But well, like the first, like don't. I mean, the first couple, I guess you could count, but those weren't even. Those were just like. Fucking poopy butthole. No, I'm kidding. Throwing shit into the wind, you know what I mean? Just seeing or throwing shit at a wall and just seeing what, what was sticks. The sticks. It was kind of just chaotic and no real rhyme or reason to it oh, at all. You can go back. Did all you it. change your YouTube password? Me? You changed your YouTube password. Uh, uh, let me just instead of logging in. Yeah, you could just search up yeah, the. Go. go to. Fine and dandy. Yeah, fucking 99 episodes. Though. If you think about it, 100 episodes, that's pretty much an uh, episode every week for two years. Yeah, it is. Uh, What the fuck? Fuck these guys. Who are these guys? What? Fine and dandy pod. The whole different one? Yeah, some other people. Fuck them. Uh, we're just fine and dandy, not fine and dandy. Podcast. Oh, I did not mean to play our it intro. It automatically plays. It does? I think oh, so. That's sick. Here we go. Gotta scroll all the nah, way. That is crazy, though. It's almost that episode. And you gotta think, I mean, we took, I think it was almost a six-month hiatus at one point, too, though. Cause we well, I guess it depends on which one you count as the first episode. Simple indeed. conversation was, like, our first yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that we were written? When does this does it say the date? Yeah. 
Wait, who? It just says four years ago, but I'm trying to see where it says like the date. You clicked it. September 22nd, 2018 was the first time we ever recorded a podcast. For real? Yeah. Oh, we're going on five years. Coming but up on five then years. And our next episode after that didn't come out until. Yeah, skip all the Roy shit. Skip all the Roy shit. May 27th of 2019. So, I mean, if you take that one and go forward. Because that's when we decided to actually start. That's when, yeah, when we actually decided to like do a podcast together. If you take that one and go forward, then we are four three years. and a half. We're going on four. We're going going on four. Like right after my birthday, will be four years Crazy. of pods. Yeah. So even at that rate, say if we took all the way up until my birthday to drop the hundredth episode, which we won't, uh, obviously, but. If we did, then we would still be pacing about, like, one episode every two weeks for the last four years, which is not that bad. Some people quit after a couple episodes to begin with. Yeah, no, it's definitely a consistency thing. I mean, running out of topics, thinking about what to talk about. I've The podcast I'm working on, like, for the the sports shit I'm about to start back up, we're we're doing bi-weekly episodes. So, like... Just to get in the groove of things? Well, for sure that, but also... Because the season's about to be over, we're going to have, like, a big off season. Well, not us, but basketball. So, and before football starts, like, there's just going to be a big period of, like, well, we don't really want to talk about baseball because neither one of us really give a fuck about baseball. But uh, there's just going to be a big period of time where there's not that much going on. So, like, every two weeks, we're going to be releasing an episode of, like, concepts, like, conversation instead of like more reporting on what's happening in the world it's just like conversation of like what we think of this or that da, 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 da. Yeah, you'll you have sh- to check it out to find out you should definitely do uh like you know really start getting the facts and you know like seeing where people are i mean and trying to you know predictions and all that stuff right but beyond but my point was is that like the idea of a bi-weekly podcast is something that's being utilized already like it like yeah. there are bi-weekly podcasts so to think that we aren't necessarily a bi-weekly podcast, but we've been in the, the industry for like at least almost four years now, and we're about to hit our 100th episode, that's pacing. We're pacing well. We're not pacing horribly. You know what I mean? Like We could be doing a lot worse. Be a lot better, but... We could be doing a lot better. That's not here nor there. <laughs> Working on it there. But I, I don't know. I, for one, am an appreciator of our progression and our journey. I'm not necessarily worried about where the destination becomes because, I mean, it's not really about that. No, look... I've never been in this for the money. It's mostly just been for the vibes and the conversation, which I've gotten to have... A lot so of many cool people on the podcast, so many cool people that come up to me about the podcast outside of here type shit. It's just a fucking awesome thing to do. I yeah. enjoy it. I mean, and with most, I mean, you, I hear it all the time. It's like most time you don't even break through in a craft within, like it's, it takes about 10 years on average. Oh, yeah. Like an average of 10 years to break through in any I mean, look at us, we're form. three and a half years in, and we're barely just now getting the hang of some shit. Yep. <laughs> it's about to be four years, no, five years, it's about to be five years in. We've had, Not like, 19, seven four years. different sets. Yeah, yeah, had this is the most consistent. different mics, multiple different computers we've used, multiple different interfaces, multiple different camera phones and shit like that, like, 
we've ran through a bunch of different shit to get to where we are now. It's not just uh, walk up in the studio and get some shit done. <laughs> I'm looking at some of these old episodes. You look silly as shit. Oh, I look dumb as fuck, dude. <laughs> it's always funny because uh, I have long hair now. I mean, for most people who will probably watch this have probably seen me with short hair. I mean, for those of you who haven't, anytime I go to show somebody, I just like, hey, go watch some old episodes. If anybody knows the uh, anything about making thumbnails, that would be a sick like thing to teach us because oh, like, yeah. like we could really utilize the thumbnails. That skill. I think the thumbnails are definitely. I think about that all the time. If we had like better, we just we right now we just use like clips, not clips, uh, like a screenshot almost from the podcast just as a free, the thumbnail. Like a freeze frame, yeah, of, of the video, which isn't like the worst, but you know, I would I think a thumbnail could could help our imaging and product a lot of things that we could add but yeah no cheers though to coming up on 100 coming up on to four years or five whatever you want to say and it's been a also i need to get some new fits me too outfits so many times oh you're telling me dog (laughs) you're telling me i'm like what am i gonna wear you know like episode 93 to 94 wearing the same shirt same beanie, but the beanies are different colors. <laughs> Great job. Killing it. Tough. Half the time I'm just coming home from the gym, I'm like, let's fucking record. So I'm yeah, like, whatever I got on from the gym, I'm just, I don't have that many gym fits, you know? So Yeah. <coughs> I'm coming in straight to the studio, straight off the fucking grind, you know what I'm saying? Straight off the poopy butt. Straight off the press, dude, the hot press. The benchy. Fucking out here. Nah, but thank you to everyone who's been tuning in, man. It's it's been a fucking journey. It's been great. Thank you guys so much. Uh, you guys want to go watch some of the older episodes? Be my guest. Yeah, go do it. Honestly, take a deep dive, dude. Uh, you might learn something about us. We used to suck a lot more. I might I go l- check like, some like, of these out just for the. You don't want to. Fuck of <laughs> you don't want to. I, I've. Said, I, don't do that. I'm not gonna lie though. Some <laughs> of our conversations then I feel like were almost a little better than now like the flow is way off we did not have a good flow but we i think we're touching on some interesting things i feel like the, the conversation there was a lot of good meat in there but i think it lacked potatoes you're right yeah there was just not said that before too i hate that but it was <laughs> how do i say this it was just like a lot of rambling rambling it felt like a lot of rambling rambling yeah Gambling. There would be introductions where the intro would just be us, like, all right, how the fuck are we about to just get into this? You know, think about this. I just want everyone to think about this for a second. Podcast is easy, right? Ish. If you don't have a team, you're coming up with everything. You're doing everything. This shit is work for sure. Dude, I wore a Spider-Man jersey on the podcast before. Let's fucking go. Spider-Man, dude. You're Peter Parker. You're Peter Parker. Better. Better. Better Parker. Better Parker. <laughs> Better Parker. Better Moreno. Better Parker. You could be Peter Moreno. Peter Moreno. I don't want to be Peter Moreno. I mean Morales. There's there's fucking Miles Morales. I want to be Peter Parker. <laughs> it's me, Peter Parker. <laughs> oh, that's fucking fire. I wonder if they'll bring him back. Uh, nah. All right, but uh, let's get into it. So let's get into we're it. We're gonna bro. get into some. We're going to cover just the basics real quick, the surface level shit, because, I mean, low-hanging fruit, am I right? So, every, I'm sure most people have seen uh, on the socials. Honestly, I'm getting fucking tired of socials. I don't, I don't even know why I get on half the time anymore. But it was the recent, I guess, the things that are trending right now, which I think are both dumb as fuck, is the um, 
There's the Bud Light thing. We'll dive deep into each one. There's the Bud Light videos that are popping up right now, and then there's the one. Uh, do you remember the girls' names for the? Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, it's something Reese, and then so it's Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark, Clark. But I mean, I it's, I don't really want to talk about like that situation. No, not the situation. We're gonna cover. We're, we ta- have we're gonna cover kind of like the background. You gotta get the it. summary of it, but like I don't, we don't. I don't care enough to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So essentially, uh, with the Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark. All it was was like the you can't see me. I think is what sparked it. Well, it, no. Uh, I I mean it depends on I guess which way you're looking at it. I mean, so if you want to say like what it started with, according to Angel Reese's post game interviews, she was saying that like what started their like disrespect, like what how they felt disrespected almost was how Caitlin Clark's team Iowa was defending and uh celebrating when they played against South Carolina and then the team before that in the tournament. Uh in that game against South Carolina, uh Caitlin Clark specifically waved off uh another girl who was I forgot her name. She was a guard for South Carolina, uh who was on the scouting report, basically, she can't shoot. I mean, I'm not saying that. That's what their scouting report said. In South Carolina? Yes. So, Kaylin Clark, like, whenever this girl was wide open, she waved her off, like, basically saying, like, go ahead, shoot it type shit. And that was seen as disrespectful by Angel Reese and the girls on LSU. Uh, according to her, that the because... South Carolina is in the SEC, which is the same division as the LSU. She was saying that, like, that's like you disrespected them. Like, you kind of disrespected me. I don't deal with disrespect well. It's like, my opinion, I guess, is, is like, it's that's weird. I mean, you're taking disrespect for another person at that point. Like, she waved somebody off, and then, like, I mean, that's a scouting play. You know what I mean? But regardless of that, I do see wi- where, like, a lot of the controversy is coming from because yeah. it's, very light, but also like there's a lot playing into it. It's so, for it's all for media. So then it so, so so to be fair, to give even more background than is necessary, uh Angel Reese was not just mocking her like with the you can't see me thing, but then she also like followed her around the court and like kept doing it, like like saying ring me and shit. Like she was celebrating, you know what I mean? Like it's an athlete celebrating a national championship. It's competitive. Literally. It's a competitive game. Like, I don't get the whole, like, it's a classless move. I don't get the whole, like, calling her a piece of shit or anything like that. That's very, that's a whole, like, left turn of what actually happened. It's a competitive sport at the highest level, at the highest level of the highest level for them. Like, this is something that they are going to be remembered for as well as remember for the rest of their life. She should get to talk her shit if she wants. You know what I mean? Like, as but then that logic should be applied to the game before you know what i mean like this girl was talking shit but she won like if she was talk, if like we we're warranting like both things should be warranted it's a celebration it's a tactic of like trying to get in your opponent's head it's a tactic of also trying to enjoy the moment of which you're in uh some people celebrate differently than others and that's okay like what's wrong with that it's a competitive celebration it's like the in my opinion it's as silly as blowing the whistle on hingle mckringleberry for hitting three pumps in the end zone 
You know what I mean? Like, what are we doing? Who cares? <laughs> I mean, also, I think it's funny because she lost. But, like, the, where I'm going with that, she lost. No, but no, somehow no. she – No, Angel Reese, Reese won. They won? Yes. No, I think you won. I thought Iowa won. No. I think Iowa won. Look at it again. Iowa lost by 20. <laughs> For real? <laughs> or, or some crazy amount. It was not uh, it's close. <laughs> oh shit for Iowa LSU won by a lot <laughs> Wait, the score it's like 102 to 89 I think oh shit or se- 83 damn they fucking what was it 102 to what 85 85 so 17 <laughs> points <coughs> that's rough Right. But yes, so it, look, she never mind then. She won. She gets to talk her shit. Why not? My thing is, is that like the spot, why does, the spotlight why for does, not like, even for winning for talking shit is yeah no crazy. I mean, that's what it is. Is that like uh, people take that these small moments in in a competitive sport and want to make a race war out of it for almost nothing after the fact. Caitlin Clark said, "Y'all, she shouldn't be criticized whatsoever for what she said or did. It's a, like celebration of a competitive sport. Why should? Yeah. Why are y'all trying to demonize her for, but for what? But beyond she said the race did? thing, it's just like, why are we making something not controversial controversial? Like, why are we right. making such a big deal out of nothing? Right. It's, like, it's what do we whole, really? It's if just she, if she was white, y'all wouldn't be saying that. It's like." I don't know if that's true, but also you're letting the ma- mass media play into like your everyday life. Like, I think that's even the point. if the media is saying like she's classless and da 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 da. Like, you think they almost do it just on like it's like a thing where they know like if they do it, bec- they, like yes. people will know it. They no matter yes. what they're gonna be like, oh, this is a race thing. At so the they end feed of the day, into we the have fact to that understand that ESPN. CBS, fucking all the sports channels, uh, TNT, all these people are networks. They have fucking budgets. They have money to be made, profits, margins that need to be filled, and employees to pay out. There is no, do you think? No, it, it's for sure. They know that it, if they put out this tweet, it's fucking uh, Dave Fortnoy is at the center of this shit, the fucking barstool guy. Like, he has every bit of reasoning to be a, the person or the face Antagonist. at the center of the controversy because it's profitable for him and his newspaper or whatever the fuck he's running, his blog, podcast, whatever it is, it's all profitable. So at that level, why wouldn't you want to be in the middle of those profits? Even if people tarnish your name, call you an asshole, call you a piece of shit for uh, calling a woman in college a classless piece of shit, you don't care because you're raking in the money. Like, we need to stop acting like these people in the centers of these controversies actually care about the either side of that controversy. It goes back to that speed racer type of thing where it's like we yeah. already decided the winner. It's right. Like, it's like we don't care about who wins or loses. We're here for the money. Right. And, I mean, like, as controversial as it is, that reminds me of the, the situation with the uh, the Leah Thomas, the, that girl that was talking about the swimmers and, and stuff like that, had, had to deal with the trans uh, person that was – competing in women's sports like what she was talking about is controversial like at, at its core but my I, I guess what i'm going with this is that like ugh, fuck i had a point and i don't know where was, I was it going. with the photo like the photo op type yes. of thing so, yeah so like her point and going up to that was controversial in itself but like what she enlightened upon the world is that her college or whoever was giving that award or who i for, forgot exactly ncaa ncaa uh when it, whenever they did that they chose leah thomas to be in the photo even though they had a dead tie 
So like at that level, you're like, oh, so this is just for optics. You don't care about the sport. You don't care about the athlete. You don't care about anything involved in this other than just how you look on this topic. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, it, it I mean, right now it's a big thing. Like, uh, you know what right. I mean? It's how you look. I mean, it's the, your image, your it's branding. Bi- it's bigger than that because it's it's not just right now. I think it's I think it's always been like that, but it, now sure. it's bigger than that because it's I guess it's it's harder to have a substantially good image now with media and social media the way that it is with how connected everyone is with the paparazzi with everybody that's like outside paying attention to other people type shit it's probably harder to protect your image you know what i mean you probably have to have a team of people that make everything that you're doing look like it's on the right path oh you even have if to. you're doing some fucked there's up so, shit there's like multiple people in each department trying Correct. to make sure a, everything's but that's what i'm saying is like we're in an age where like everyday civilians have a pr team <laughs> you know what i mean like you don't you don't know how your image is going to be affected by da 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 da. So we're like almost self censoring in that way. In the in the way we don't want we don't want ourselves to come off a certain way. So we might not talk about this. We might have an internal PR team in certain situations. You know what I mean? But yeah, that that also goes into the uh, thing we were going to talk about anyways. Is uh the whole Bud Light, um, Bud Light. Am I Bud right? Oh my god. Honestly, personally, I hate Bud Light anyways as a drink. As a beer, I think it is the most bottom-tier-ass beer. It's pretty homophobic, if you ask me. Oh, my God. (laughs) Personally, I think Bush, I would even go as far to say Coors Light is better than Bud Light. Personally. Coors Light, Bush, not Bush Light, but just Bush. Uh, Miller, I just hate Bud Light. Honestly, and Budweiser, I don't, I don't like the beers. But going with that being said, I think the whole thing is now because they, I think they put fucking rainbows on their cans and their support. It's just crazy how certain colors at this point people are getting mad. Like it's always like it, it's weird to hit that snowflake button. You know, like people are snowflakes, but then you're getting mad over a fucking dude. It's a rainbow. You can look outside. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. No one cares. Like it's just. It's not that big of a deal. It's because you associate in your, like, especially with kids, like, they're indoctrinating kids. First of all, kids don't look at a rainbow and think of anything else but the fact that it's a fucking rainbow. Right. If we're being honest. Like, it's symbolism comes later when you associate things with other things, you know? But the whole. See, the same people that have a problem with rainbows as, like, the symbol in the symbolism way are perfectly okay with, like, Jesus Christ crosses being all over town and fucking, like, talked about in schools and da 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 da. Like, people that are on that side of, like, how dare you teach my son this are willing for their other people's kids to be taught shit that they shouldn't be taught either as long as they believe it. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's, uh, such a hypocritical viewpoint. Yeah. It's ignorant at its core, but, like,. It keeps happening. I mean, this happened a few years ago with fucking Halliburton, the uh, the gun company. I think they're a gun company. Weapons company. I know they make weapons. Did they do um, also LGBTQ? They fucking did like a, I don't know if it was a gun or a, just an advertisement with like rainbow colored stuff. Like, and it, it was in the height of the 2020, like, like uh, social controversies of everything going on. Not just the BLM and the uh, uh, George Floyd stuff. Uh, but what else? There was the women's uh, activism. Me too. The Me too. That's what I was thinking of. Like during all the internet, height of any internet movement, you could during think the height of, of all of that, you yeah. saw a bunch of companies doing whatever they possibly could to stand on the right side of things. 
So, I mean, this isn't new. It's just the next company trying to invigorate a new market, basically. If I put a rainbow on my can, we might get a few gay people to go buy this product. You know what I mean? Like, that's it's ignorant thought processing from a marketing team that is also being taken in an ignorant thought process I, by the consumer. But they're not – it's funny because they – it probably is working in the sense that for as many people who are like, I'm going to stop drinking Bud Light. Is as many, how, all the people who are going to, wow, just because you're not going to drink it, I'm going to go buy it now because these fucking idiots. Or, or beyond <laughs> that, it's also like, what if it was just a one-time marketing thing? If we just do this one time, we can get at least a thousand people to go buy a case of beer just to show their friends that they're going to shoot it with their guns or fucking set it on fire or throw it in the trash. Like, think about how much they're selling just so these guys can make those videos. You know what I mean? It's like the jersey burning thing. You still had to buy the jersey to burn that bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like It, it is funny, though, because <laughs> the Kid Rock video, he had three cases and the other dude i saw where he was throwing it away that dude had so much bud light i'm like who drinks that much bud light first of all regardless of He's the like, fact i guess i gotta change to coors it's like first of all <laughs> the fact that you were drinking that much bud light to begin with is a crime <laughs> sir like, I don't know, it was, it was all you were already on the wrong side of things by drinking bud light first Coors, of all Coors should double down and instead of uh having the mountains blue whenever they're fucking no cold, they've already done that uh though they've made the mountains rainbow yeah no way. Dude, there's been it all over the internet, like multiple campaigns of Coors Light doing all oh, that's doing sick. that already. I actually kind of want to get some of those. It's that a, probably looks sick. It's hilarious because <laughs> there's already multiple Coors Light campaigns with you know uh, same sex like couples and rainbows. So it's funny for all the I'm going Coors. First of all, you fucking idiots. Right. Every brand's on this right now. You got to think they're a they're money. They're there to make money. Money has no like market. They're not trying to touch. It's yeah, I mean, know. there's there's the uh, I I don't know how many different like levels of marketing there's, but there's like these different concepts that people use for marketing, like the, obviously like sex sales <laughs> and things like that. But like, I I don't know. We're getting to a point where it's like, how do you not know that's just a marketing campaign? Like, who cares? Are we really gonna lose our fucking marbles over a marketing campaign? Like, they gotta sell their shit, dude. Like, <laughs> I think it's funny though. In uh, it's funny because it's just you want to laugh because at this point you're like, what the fuck are we even getting mad at? What the fuck? Like Lil Nas X sold some shoes with literal blood in them, and we uh, social media lost it then too. Like I, this isn't new behavior; it's just the new pe thing people want to act this way on. It's because controversy sells. Not even just that, but like you, I, I'm more so like on the thought process of like. There's got to be someone from that company starting that controversy. You know what I mean? Not just the product placement, obviously, but also it in within these groups of people that are have like experiencing outrage over this topic. You have probably at least one or two people from that company that are like, "Yeah, we fucking hate them. You we sh you should go buy out as many Bud Lights as you possibly can." And then you, you know what you do? You don't drink a single one. You just fucking shoot them with your AR-15. And throw them in the and trash. And you throw them in the trash. It's like, there's got, like, how is there not? It's like the FBI informant thing. It's like for every criminal organization there is, there's probably at least one FBI informant in there. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Where I'm at is this, like, I'm done believing that most of this shit is just, like, ignorant people doing ignorant shit. I think it's very calculated things that are happening 
to ignorant people, and then those ignorant people just ride with it. You know what I mean? Like, I would it, pull the mark a little bit. My fault. But I was wondering how long before it was all the way. I was, I'm still getting picked up, but I it was getting a little farther away. So, I, so yeah, 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 that's my bad. I was like, how long until you're it's all the way on wire. the wire? Will yeah. you will you pu- pull the wire like up on the table? This wire. Yeah, yeah. it's being like over. Yeah, it's being pulled. So cool, cool, cool. Keeps Look turning. But there uh, we go. Yeah, n- uh, good point. Like, so at some point, some it's someone in that company like making these videos, or hey, we'll pay you be. to make this dumbass video, and all the ignorant people just feeding into the ignorance. It's like the the FTX shit with the celebrities, you know what I mean? Like, they all got duped. All the people that bought into it got duped just as much as the average American. But, like, those people, it's a little bit, like, weirder because you would think, like, don't you have, like, a fucking money guy that looks over this shit? And You know what I mean? Like, that guy got duped, too? Yeah, like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> it is tough. Man, It it's weird, though. I have had to... Honestly, like that's what I was saying at the beginning. I just socials at this point. I was, oh my god. I mean, like, they're just they're like don't get me wrong. And, and like, I guess you hear a lot of people, you know, uh, comedy or doing podcasts or just anyone kind of trying to make it for themselves in entertainment. Music is or another industry. Social media right now is is kind of important. But other than that, for me, I mean, jokes and shit are funny too. Memes are cool, but like, Instagram, Twitter, like Facebook. Yeah. Now, Facebook has some funny stuff though. I did hold on real quick. I just have to say this because this shit was hilarious, dude. I was on Facebook. This is random. This is a little off topic here, but I was on Facebook and there was a post about a new. Oh my god, there was a new Waffle House that had just opened up. I think it was in Pennsylvania or some shit. <clears throat> and everyone was smiling and shit. And everyone's like, "Those floors are a little too clean for me." Not one Waffle House employee looks like they can fight. <laughs> like, I'm gonna give it a few weeks before I step foot now. I need that shit to get a little dirty. <laughs> I need my I need my waffle house. The the uh, person is like not one person's missing teeth. <laughs> Real not shit. One employee, not so. one disability in that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucked up. This waffle house is shit. Not a single felon on staff. Someone said that. And that was another comment. Someone was like, "Damn, bro, I need my fucking I need my waitress to be smoking a cigarette out front before." I was like, "Damn, that is so true." I've definitely had that happen multiple times. Because you I've had a server who has no teeth. I've had the fucking person who's smoking a cigarette before they come inside to serve us. And then you've had the bad experience at Waffle House where you didn't have any of that, where it was everything seems fine. It's like, wow, things are kind of crazy. This actually seems like a nice night to be here. Shittiest service ever. Food takes the longest. It's just like, what is happening? Is Am I supposed to come in here in crackhead hours? Or like, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, you want that lady who's like, really, like, life is a little run down. And then they're, but they're like, they're really trying. You know what I mean? They're like, I really got to try because I need the money. So they're like, hey, sweetie, you know what I mean? Yeah, or yeah, like, yeah. are they, they're trying to crack jokes with you? Even? I don't know. There is something or nice maybe about that. But there there's in- also <laughs> something nice about the polar opposite of that, which is the person that's like, what the fuck do y'all want? That's also true. Like, you're, you know what? I'm sorry for being here, but I would like a waffle. <laughs> <laughs> At least we know what we're getting. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that's what it is, though. You know, you're going in there. You know what you're getting. No, there's no face on it. It's dinner and a show. <laughs> Oh, Ryan. We're not finna bark, dude. Stop barking, bro. But it's you go in there, you know what you're getting. There's no face on. There's no one pretending like this is a, a five-star establishment. You're coming in for a f- all-star special, maybe a hash brown bowl, and then you're fucking maybe getting a water if they remember, and then you're leaving. Right. It's <laughs> fucking, you're getting what you want, and that's it. I will, <clears throat> fuck it. And that's where I would say, goes back to... Uh, I know 
I'm going to wrap back in what we were talking about earlier. This is what I was saying on, like, I don't even know how many podcasts ago now at this point. Waffle House, is, Waffle House is a five-star establishment to me. Not. To me. <laughs> I, I think what you did in that in in that point was is you were just, like, too Waffle House dominant. You were unwilling to give IHOP and Denny's their due. I think what's really, like, important about the argument is that all three have, like, served their purpose well. If you want lunch, you're not going to IHOP or Waffle House. And if you do, I have questions. You're going to Denny's out of the three if you want lunch. Am I wrong? I was, yeah, I'm going to House of Pies right here. So if we're hitting well, a diner. Well, that's not if in we have the a question. Di- I know. If we have was, a diner. We're talking about these three, motherfucker. That's, that's <laughs> right, House now, of Pies is different. You go there uh, over Waffle House, too. You go there over everything. It's it's def- That's a five-star establishment. <laughs> that's a five, yeah, if you're looking for a good diner food. It's, it's not a five-star establishment. But uh, for a diner food, it's five-star. It, probably. The Dot would be a five-star diner, I feel like. It's owned by Papa's, though. Is it? I did yeah. not know that. Interesting. Yeah. That's a five-star uh, diner, though. This is it's still diner food, but this is inside baseball for diner food. But uh, hey man, talk food. I'm there. If you, you know? go late night, I mean, anyone that picks Denny's or IHOP over Waffle House is also a psychopath. But if you who go picks early what? morning, uh, uh, I'm saying so. Hear me out. I'm picking Denny's over IHOP. Anytime it's it's a it's these three have their their windows. I think anytime after. Let me think. 8 p.m. and before 7 a.m., Waffle House is your bread and butter. So 8 to 6, 8 p.m. to 6 a.m., that what, like... Okay, yeah, you're right. That 10-hour window, that's all Waffle House. Early early morning morning IHOP. IHOP, that's right. Early morning IHOP. Like midday. Midday lunch or going into maybe some dinner, Denny's can't miss. That's a good point. I think they all have their window. That's why whenever you're making these comparisons, it's like... No. <laughs> yeah, you know, early morning Waffle House is not a yeah, you're right. That's not a buy. If you catch yourself in a Waffle House at 11 a.m., you're not going to have a great time. It's not going to be what you should be getting out of a Waffle House exper- experience. Isn't it <laughs> fucked up like the best Waffle House shift is probably the <laughs> fucking <laughs> Hey bro, you're working at 10 p.m. to 7. You're like, Fuck. That fucking uh that video of like the dude that's doing the job interviews, he said, "All right, Jay going to take you out back. Y'all going to slap box. And uh, if you can hold your own with him and put you on the 8 p.m., that uh, that's that night shift, it means you can fight. <laughs> but if Jay smacks you up, which I know he will, <laughs> then I'm going to put you on this daytime shift until you learn how to fight. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's fucking... Holy shit. Nah, bro. There's that whole video of that girl who caught that chair, bro. Oh, bro. That shit was she got crazy. a chair. She caught it with one hand. I was like, damn, Waffle House really do does. They train their employees. Holy it's shit. It's only one way, and it's not to how to cook breakfast. Motherfuckers are trained harder than the military. You know, the fucker, <laughs> goddamn. Nah, that shit was, I know in that moment she felt invincible, though. Oh, real shit. Whenever Nothing she saw the video, me. probably she was like, I'm, I'm that bitch. Nothing can stop me. <laughs> shit, the person who threw it's like, oh. Shit. Oh, I need to get the fuck out of <laughs> like, here. Like, right oh now. fuck! And they're like, damn, this is Waffle House, huh? <laughs> Shit, we are in Waffle House. Fuck out of here right now, dude. Ah, uh, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, to go back though, fucking these marketing fucking campaigns, we're all getting. I, I just think at this point we're getting mad over stupid shit. I think that we're fucking. It, we're all looking for something to be mad at. We're all looking for something to be angry at. And I hate to be that conspiracy theorist who's like, we're all looking at the fucking smoke and mirrors. But at this point, it, it kind of is just all smoke and mirrors. Like, these companies are making their fucking money no matter what. 
basketball, I mean, we're going to go on to the next thing for too long, whatever the next controversy is. It's going to be right. something stupid. Yeah. It's always something stupid. Something to kind of, like, you know that they're in the studio. What can we cling on? What do you got? What do you got? What's something that we can fucking, I mean, what's something either, we can talk about? It's sad how, like, predictable things can get because it's either going to be something very stupid or it's going to be something that's very big that people are supposed to pay attention to, like this collapse of the dollar and things like that. Or it's going to be something that <laughs> seems like it's very big, but it's really just a formality like the new presidency that's going to be next year like i it it doesn't fucking matter what it's going to be because it's going to do its purpose going to do its job it's going to distract a lot of people from their own problems so that they can put all of their energy that they should be putting into changing themselves and fixing their own situation into some shit that has no effect on their life will never have any effect on their life and the only reasoning that they would have to do that is to be on the right side of things it's the literal Definition of virtue signaling. I think the collapse of the dollar, though, that's that's something as that probably is going to suck big time. Oh, I yeah. mean, so like there's I heard somebody talking about it yesterday, I think. And I mean, he was basically saying like to compare this to a recession or a depression is outrageous because we've never experienced something like the the con like literal de deconstruction of what the dollar is worldwide. You know what I mean? Like, we've never experienced that. So to say that it's going to be like the Great Depression is generous <laughs> in a way. Fuck, dude, that's going <laughs> to fucking suck. We're, we'll see what happens. But I I also think, like, I mean, we were on gold standard at one point. I think that's also why we're pushing people into factories and shit. We're trying to get on that point where. Are we? I'm not, I mean, yes and no. I'd say more so in the fact that, you know, prices are going up and a lot of these businesses amazon or tesla any of those type, yeah. like just a big companies like that are offering a little bit more yeah. you know with you know and just just enough to where you know see but all that seems very conceptual right now i don't know if any of it's being in, like implemented yet which is why where i'm asking like are we i'm saying in general just like offering benefits and like offering more pay than a lot of jobs are at this point for no you know no college education I mean, at this point, we people used to say college education was affordable, but I mean, with how things are looking now, it's not necessarily true. Right. I mean, <clears> it's <throat> not affordable. It's never been affordable. It's mainly been the idea that like you'll get a good job and you'll be able to pay right. Back you should be able to supplement whatever your debt is by the job that you get by getting that degree. <laughs> I mean, it's a scam. It's a business in itself that we've been talking about. Like, the only way to make college a successful business is to trick people into thinking college is a necessity, which it is in everyone's mind. I don't know if I want to go to college, but if my kids wanted to go to college, I wouldn't tell them no. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, I don't, I think college is a scam. I don't think I got enough education for the money that I spent for my degree, but I couldn't tell my kids that. <laughs> you know that's, what I mean? I don't want to discourage anybody, anyone from going to college just because I didn't get oh, yeah. what I felt was an education worth that Everyone amount of money. Everyone has their own life to live. My, exactly. But yes, also going, like, there is always going to be something that pops up, Uh, kind of tying that back into what we were saying before, was, yeah, there's always something that's going to pop up. But, but big corporations with fucking any... 
fucking advertisement marketing scheme with any big media news outlet, dude. It's always something that's fucking going to be pushed because at this point, it's we're kind of trying to steer away from what actually is happening, and that's a lot worse. Well, yeah, I mean, it who gives? Because who get? At the end of the day, you're right. Who gives a fuck about yeah. the color of a fucking can? Yeah. Who gives a fuck about a rainbow? Who gives a fuck if someone did a fucking yeah. hand gesture during a oh, basketball oh, game? Oh, no. Are these k- kids that got disrespected in a basketball game going to go home and cry? No. They still made it to the fucking championship game. A lot of those ki- girls are probably going to either get another chance to go back next year because I'm sure Iowa is going to be pretty good next year, too, or maybe even go to the WNBA. Like, these are not underprivileged kids we're talking about here who gives a fuck if they were disrespected there are actual people getting disrespected on a daily basis much worse than you can't fucking see me or put a ring on my finger like who gives a fuck yeah you're not you're <laughs> not seeing oh fucking homeless rates are rising fucking the dollars um, depreciating right, like not- fucking homeless kids fucking everywhere kids in the system fucking no, it's more important. Impoverished areas are not getting the resources they need. It's more important to talk about how a white girl deserves the disrespect because she disrespected someone else. Like, who gives a fuck? Beyond that, it's like, there. I don't know. I'm a little bit on the conspiratorial side of, like, the people that run some of these social media outlets, like Facebook, Twitter, and things like that. Like, in these algorithms, it seems like they're is a reward to being volatile on the internet if that makes sense yeah like it's weird how much people are attracted to volatile people on the internet it's (laughs) interesting because it's like in your everyday life if you talk to just random people like if you ask them like would you say that you enjoy being a positive person or a negative person Almost everybody is going to answer positive person. Almost everybody is going to say, I don't like it when people are being negative around me. I don't like it when people are putting other people down. I don't like it whenever people are being rude to uh, someone that doesn't deserve it. They're, almost everybody would probably, in real life, if you ask them, not like volatile people. But it's seemingly the only thing that is rewarded on these social media sites. There's no positive fucking outlooks that get thousands and thousands of retweets or shares or whatever market you want to put it on. The All of the things that get shared are fight videos, fucking controversial interviews, fucking all these like bullshit that just arises problems and leads to other problems. It makes no sense. Nobody wants that in real life, so why does everyone want that on the internet? <laughs> is it something to talk about or something to fucking... Exactly. Everyone wants something to say about something. That's kind of... Right. That's why I'm saying controversy sucks. I guess, but it's it beyond sucks. that. It's the, it's the it's not even the controversy at that point. It's the attention. It's, it's kind of like... getting the, the attention by being controversial, like I like the guess. whole Hunger Games thing. I don't know if you ever saw that. I mean, I saw like, the first where one. They have to, yeah, where like they have to like put on this face and like go on a show and, like, talk about this. Like, dude, you're about to fucking murder each other. Go literally. murder each other. Why <laughs> the fuck are we trying to, like, appease an audience and, like, right. all this shit, you know? But, I mean, that's kind of, it's unfortunately a little bit of the world we live in at the moment. 
I mean, see, and even that, it's it kind of goes back to a little bit of what we were talking about before the podcast about, like, on some of the Truman Show ideals where, like, is it the world we live in or are we just being, like, programmed to think that it's the world we live in? Because yes. we're so entrained to think that everyone's negative and everyone wants to have a point about something and everyone's got to say something. I, is it that way? I don't think is so. it the whole world or are we just being like broadcasted these voices that are meant to make us think that the whole world is like that? That makes us feel as if there isn't a way out of this negative sphere that we've lived in for <laughs> so long. I think about it. It was weird because I was at uh, ATB today and I remember uh, like I, I don't know the context. Right. But I think someone asked it was one of the co workers at the moment. Mm -hmm. And it was it was kind of I mean she seemed really sweet too like I was looking at uh, I was in the aisle looking at kombuchas and different flavors she's like was there like a certain kombucha <laughs> I got him I said something like that uh, what was it yesterday to Matt it was something it was something like I was kombucha he's <laughs> 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 like what if I started my own brand called kombucha he's like I think that would yeah dude you that should do sell. he's like that's a good Spencer's would run that yeah when come Come Gucci, am I right? <laughs> you got to put a C in there. But anyways, moving on from that, uh, so I was looking at different flavors. She's like, is there a certain flavor? I was like, nah, I'm just you know trying to try different flavors. I'm trying to see which ones I like and stuff. Like, oh, okay, yeah, or whatever. And then like here a second ago, I guess someone asked her. So she's like, yeah, honestly, I'm just trying to keep in high spirits, you know, just trying to like trying to do my best and stay keeping a positive mindset to whatever. Yeah. And I was like, damn, dude, that's, I feel like that's like most people right now, you know? Yeah. Like majority of us are, and like I think. Especially like on social now, I've been blocking people left and right at this point. Just like if I see just people being hateful, not even in the sense of if they I don't agree with them. Just if I see just senselessly like trying to hate on something for no reason, it's I'm just I'm over that kind right. of at this point. Just we're not trying to get anywhere. We just want something to say, and we have all this frustration. I think we're all uh, most of us are just tired, exhausted, upset about a lot of things, and you know we don't really have anywhere to put it, or we don't know how to like put that out into the world or talk about it. I just think that not enough people are willing to say like the phrase that I don't know enough about this to have an opinion. You know what I mean? Like, or just not say anything at all. That's the same thing. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? I don't know enough about this to have an opinion. If you're asking me about a topic, uh, instead of just saying whatever ignorant thing I could say to be controversial, to have an opinion, to be on the right side of things, I could literally either say nothing or respond to you respectfully and say, I don't like to speak on things I don't know about. Like, what's wrong with that? Why does everyone have to have a point? Why does everyone have to be on the right side of whatever is going on? Who gives a fuck? If you don't know what you're gonna say, just don't fucking say anything. Oh, like, who cares? You Go can, you can also, you can not like the Bud Light cans, and respect gay people at the same time. Like, you don't have to broadcast that you're a hateful person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying you should stay in the shadows. I'm glad some of these people are broadcasting it, so you can stop listening to kid rock music. But who was listening? <laughs> No, someone's like, fair. someone's like, this is a sign to take Kid Rock out of your playlist. I was like, do people still have you that? You have that man in your playlist. I was like, who still has him in their playlist? First of all, who's still <laughs> That's listening That's to Kid point. Rock? But, but what I'm saying is, is that, like, yes, I'm glad some of these people are broadcasting how ignorant and hateful that they are. But, like, it's not a requirement to be hateful and ignorant on the Internet. You cannot say anything. You can choose to be peaceful in whatever reality you want to live in, which is... 
questionable. <laughs> yeah, and go back to like that just whole idea, like the Truman Show. It is. It's like we kind of are just accepting whatever's given to us. You know, just yeah. Like it's a follow the leader thing, or just like we're so comfortable enough, but we're not. We're no one really is. I feel like majority of the world, or not in the world, just even our country, is not comfortable. But we're just comfortable enough to like just let me get by, please. Kind of like we're it was surviving. It's kind of like that Rick and Morty, wherever uh, he's like. Your side won whatever voting. It was the coal miners oh, and yeah. Planetinas trying to, or no, was it Planetina? Your side didn't get the votes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, look, some of us have to work for a living, all right? We can't just fucking, <laughs> like, we we can't lose our ba- jobs, basically. Like, some of right. us have to work, and this is how we do it, all right? So if you could just leave us alone. Your people didn't get the votes. We don't want to do this. We just have to. Basically. You know, like. <laughs> Some people have to vote certain ways because it's their livelihood, unfortunately. But it's just like the fact that like we kind of just accept it because we're able to live comfortably enough to where it keeps us from not saying well, or it's doing like anything. It's the argument of like, and this is a little bit like in the past by now, I would assume. Maybe I'm a little uneducated on coal, but like it's the argument of like, well, if mining coal is bad for people and bad for the environment, we should stop mining coal. But then there's the coal mining towns that are like, well, what would you have us do with our economy then? Because that is this surrounding like value of our entire city <laughs> is the fact that we are a huge producer of the country's coal. So you're talking about an environmental issue from your office in a different city, state, or country, and we are go- being left to deal with the economic di- like issues that that decision will cause. In our town, the place that we've cultivated and grown up in and the places that our grandparents have died in and things like that, you know, my, it, it is maybe better for the planet. It is maybe better for the people of that town. But how do you, in a different place, make that type of decision without any type of plan for that town? How do you, you know what I mean? Like, and that's the, the problem. The impacts of these decisions aren't being experienced by the people making the decision in a lot of different fields. You know what I mean? And there's not really like a a path to where like they want to like help with the change. You know what I mean? No, it's getting worse. Instead of helping with the change. America's just finding their profits by selling companies and businesses and land to China. And that but that's also <laughs> where like cities and towns get left behind and that's oh, where you yeah. see like these impoverished areas is because of stuff, you know, like that. Yeah, I mean like it's the whole reason every presidential campaign goes around it's a a joke at this point the coal miners are the backbone of this country. You know what I mean? Like you have to go around and do that because there are so many groups of disenfranchised people that don't want to vote for anybody, but you need to vote. So you got to go and talk to them and get them on your side, get them to go down to the polls and get them to te- say that Joe Biden is going to run this country. You know what I mean? Like who uh, on that level too, like who gives a fuck? <laughs> like our president is decided before the fucking voting. Like I, whenever people like say like, if you do this, then you won't be able to vote anymore. It's like, you're still voting? I mean, that might con- be controversial. I'll take that on the gin because what are we doing? I, you're, Every vote matters and every vote counts. Lies. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> like, well, I mean, we all know that now. I mean, uh, yeah. Let's be honest with ourselves. Like, uh, there's uh, corruption in the voting system. Duh. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and I think it's at a point where I want to say, like, we really. My po- I don't know if I put it on airplane mode. You probably didn't. Hold on. 
Hell yeah. To Minor me, technical difficulties. Is everybody in we're we're still, still, we're, It didn't stop. It didn't stop recording though. No, I know. Yeah, hell yeah. We're good though. All right. Um Yeah, but, but it's just like the fact that we can it is the ability to where we can kind of create our own lives, our own reality, and like be able to really make a difference and it's just hard whenever you see all these big companies who have because money, unfortunately, uh, is how we see what ro- rules the world, you know. And yeah, the, uh, the fact is, I think majority of us can make differences, especially if we all come together and we're able to, you know, do what we want. And it's also goes back to what we were talking about before we started the podcast as well. Is you know, it's it does take a lot of time and energy to make big changes. In you know, it takes preparation or just, you know, it doesn't even have to sometimes. You just have to do it. But that is, you know, it takes time and energy to adjust and to do all right. all this other stuff. But it's commitment more than Yeah, anything, commitment. It's not necessarily so big of a thing as much as I think we make it out to be, you know. Because yeah. I, I was, I know this can sound cheesy, but I was literally, uh, I got out of my car the other day, drove to my girlfriend's house, and I got out. And I was just like thinking about the area, you know. I drive there like all the time in the area all the time, but I don't really take a look around as right. often as I should, you know? Don't take it in. Take it in, right? And I was just looking at the sky. The clouds were, like, flowing by. It, it made me think of, you know, like, when you see in the movies when you're a kid and stuff, people, like, laying on the or TV shows, laying on a hill in the grass, just watching the clouds go by during like the day. Cloud I just wa- watched Contact for the first time, and that's, like, the final scene where she's just, like, sitting. I, it might be the Grand Canyon, but it looks somewhat like the Grand Canyon. It's, like, red rocks and, like, a big, like, canyon type shit. She's just, like, her car's pulled up behind her by herself with a fucking towel laid out, just sitting, watching the clouds and shit like that. Like, I was thinking, it was like, that's probably beautiful, but that seems unrealistic. You know what I mean? Like, how many people pull over to the side of the road and sit down and put a towel down and just watch the sky? I'm sure it happens, but it feels unrealistic and I think in that's today's the society. Yeah, yeah, but I think that's, like, the point. You know, Not yeah. that it's unrealistic, but I think the point was just... I haven't seen the movie, but I think I've seen, you like... You should see it. It's pretty yeah, good. I think a scene like that is kind of impactful. I think in most movies is, okay, you know, like, the final scene, you went through all this shit, and finally you, you're pulling up, and you're just like, I just... A breather. Right. I'm going to take a second to take this all in because of whatever just happened. I mean, regardless of what any, like any, whatever the plot is, that's pretty, like right. a pretty, uh, not a common scene, but like a, yeah, something no, that that scene a, would. It's a thematic thing that is used yeah, to, you know, to like invoke Unravel all the stuff that just happened. Like exactly. That. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, just in general, though, I mean, for real, that's how I felt. It was just, you know, we really, I could do anything at this moment. I could be anybody and change at any time, you know, and decide to be a different person today than I was yesterday. And as cheesy and cliche as that sounds, when you really put into retrospect and you really take in the world around you and realize all these things that are going on, and you take that step back, and I talk about it all the time, but, like, as much as I talk about it, I don't do it as much as right. I should, you know? And when it, whenever I do take it in, it's just crazy to think that we really are – in more, we are in control more than we uh, think that we are. Most yep. of us, most it, of us, not everyone has the same yes opportunities. And no, in certain areas, yes, in certain areas, no. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we are put in certain boxes, and some of those boxes don't have doors. But we also do put ourselves in deeper boxes than those boxes could ever contain us. And I think that also goes back to just—I mean, if we all did choose to help each other out just a little bit, yeah. We could help each other get out of some of those boxes or just, you know, whatever the case may be. It, it's as simple as, so the other day, it's not as simple as, but it could be, you know. The other day I saw, uh, rest in peace, it, it, was, it was a sad situation, but like there was a family outside. I guess someone in their family, cousin or something, 
had just died. It was a child, like a teenager, had just died. Okay. And they were trying to raise funds for the funeral. Mm. You know? And yeah. I, it looked like they raised a decent amount. I gave them, I think, like $20. Yeah. Not a lot, but, you know, just what I could. And uh, it's just however many people, you know, the people coming together to, to help someone out in a situation, that obviously, an unfortunate situation. Right. That no, I, no one should have to go through. Right. You know, a child or a brother, or cousin, sister, etiquette. It's it's unfortunate. I think if more of us came together in situations like that, you know, we, it would open some of those doors that may not have doors because of certain boxes. And I think we do allow ourselves to be put in certain boxes because we imagine I couldn't do that or this isn't a situation that's – and some situations aren't viable given circumstances. You know, I mean, what I'm saying isn't a one-size-fit-all, but I think everyone is capable of creating their own doors in certain aspects. It does. Yes. Co- it doesn't – not to say it doesn't come without sacrifice. In that's, certain areas. That's the big thing is, is that, like, it doesn't come without, <coughs> like, there's a saying of, like, killing your babies. <coughs> it's like it, when you have, like, these things that you've been working on, whether it's a project or a concept or an idea, and you've been working on it for a long time and you've put a lot of work into it, but you realize it's it's just not going to get to the finishing line. It's just not going to work out the way that you wanted it to. You have to be willing t- in those moments to be able to say all the work I put into this, all the things that went into making this possible, I got to throw that out the window for me to move forward and find a different path. For me to get to the destination I want to get to, I might have to realize that I got to walk. Like, If there's a fork in the road and you take the wrong path, you can still turn around and go back to that fork. You're not stuck on this path. You don't have to keep going straight. You can always m- make your way back to that fork in the road and go- take the right path. Yeah. You just have to be willing to make that sacrifice of returning and walking back all the t- steps that you just took in the wrong direction. It is annoying and tedious, but I mean. Yes, yes, Yeah, absolutely. it's not necessarily going to be that, that, But yes, it's not just the sacrifices of like what it might take to do that. You have to literally, like it might... My pops put it like a certain way where he's like, if you want to change anything about yourself, you have to change everything about yourself. If you want to wake up earlier, it's does, it doesn't just mean go to sleep earlier. You have to prepare your mind to be ready for sleep earlier. You have to change the things that you're doing during the day so that you can adjust what time your day is over so that you can go to sleep earlier, so that you can wake up earlier. So that you can feel better earlier. And then you have to consistently stay on that track. Consistently. Consistently do that. Consistently. You have to consistently stay on. I can't talk. You have to consistently stay on that track for a long time before it comes something that's normal. So, therefore, it's not just the simple change of I'll set my alarm for an hour earlier. You know what I mean? We think that we can change things in these simple ways, but it is the factor that you do have to – if you want to change one simple thing, you got to change a lot of simple things to make that simple thing possible. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. And also, I mean, a big point I was was thinking about, too, is – I mean, maybe an extreme example, but not so extreme because a lot of people might have the feeling – want to move across the world to yeah. whatever country you know right i think i mean it's very Not even that far you can go state over it's yeah. still the same thing i think it's viable you know yeah. it's, it's an option that you could do if you really want to do it it's just all about what are you willing to sacrifice in order to do you know right. what i mean and <clears throat> how bad do you want to do it it's not that it's oh it's that you know and everyone does make excuses for themselves like oh this and that and this and that 
Uh, but you know, if you really want to, it's possible to do. Like, right. You can make it happen. Yeah. I mean, once again, it depends on what your circumstances are and what you have. You have to plan ahead a I mean, lot for a lot of people. It's scary. All all the of jumps. those all of those big moves and big steps <laughs> in your life are are scary for sure. But I mean, I don't know. I feel like it does take a little bit of like bravery almost for you to be able to take those jumps but you have to like keep in mind like there are people that left their home and came to this country with nothing and made a life for themselves and their family and were able to like that story exists just as much as the story of the person that moved out of the country and got themselves into a bad situation and ended up either like living homeless or getting killed or da 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 da. Like there are a hundred stories for a hundred different situations, but you have to have a level of bravery in your heart to put all of those things on like to the side so that you can experience your life. If you want to go to Africa or Greece or wherever you want to like experience your life in, you got to go whether it's good or bad decision whether it's smart or stupid like that's something you want to do you should do it you should yeah. figure it out and f find the concepts that you have to follow for you to be able to make that possible it's not as easy for everyone as it is for everyone else some people have a much harder uh hand that they're dealt than you do or i do or anyone else that's listening to this therefore i mean you have a phone or YouTube or anything, then you're probably in a much better position to change your life than a lot of people on this planet. Like, I, I just think we need to be a little bit more appreciative for who we are and how powerful we are. Like, we do have the power to change our entire reality. Like, every person that's been inspiring and impactful is that, a person. You're a person. What makes you any different than them? Exactly. I think that's <laughs> something I, ha I think about a lot is the fact that no matter who you look at or look to, man, that person had to be somewhere, you know, potentially where you're at now. Yeah. And, and have to make a change. And, then, I mean, they decided just to be consistent or put everything in. Some people put their all into something just so they could say that they did it. You know, it's rather it's that saying, you know, like I'd rather to have loved and lost than uh not to love it all, but right. or just, like give everything that you had rather than not give any. Just I mean, just to tie it back in, it's like these these girls that are at the center of this basically race war online is are two girls that worked for 18, 19, 20 years of their entire lives to become this pr like basically professional athlete. So that others that either went to that school or just like basketball or just like March Madness for what what it is as like a college hoops thing so that they can enjoy their entertainment. You know what I mean? Like you that they are working tireless, tirelessly, like not just in the gym, but also on the mental side of things, like being a student athlete, staying on top of your studies, being a What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, a role model for kids to look up to type shit. Like they they're putting all of their shit on the line just so somebody can go online and say, look at what the, these like this black girl did to this white girl. Like that's like in my opinion, that's what makes it so like ignorant. wrong is because and ignorant is because it's just dismissing and belittling belittling both of these women down to a moment, a moment in time where 
whether you think it's classless or not, it's a celebration of a fucking triumph. You There's the no gladiator that didn't fucking cut off the head of his enemy and show it to his people. Like, I think that's a lot worse than saying you can't see me. You know what it, I mean? I think also if we were to really, like, put it in perspective, if most of us were to dwindle our lives down uh some of, our wor- moment. Single, right. some of our worst moments, right. a single moment, we would not be very great people. You know, right. I've, I've made my mistakes. You know, I know you've made your mistakes. Honestly, I'm very thankful for where I am in, my, uh, in the position of life I am. I'm not saying like... Well, I personally, I've never made a mistake. Uh, I've, I've, yeah, no, of course perfect. not. That's my bad. Yeah, you're I'm right. Perfect from He's the field. done everything 100%. correct. Exactly. That's why, yeah. That's why we're roommates in, in this apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I balance it out with yeah, all the yeah, mistakes he's, he's got going he's, on. Uh, Doing charity work. What a gener- <laughs> what a generous man he is. But yeah, just in general, like I would say from personal experience, you know, like if you dwindle my life down to a single moment, ah, fuck, I, you know, you probably think I was horrible. Like I've, I've done like not like terrible things, but I've not always been the best person. I've been an asshole in, or a uh, couple of times in my life. You know what I mean? Right. Made some decisions I wish that I would like not have. Well, not I wouldn't say I wish I wouldn't have made. Uh, they they've shaped me into the person I've been. I I am today. Help me become a better person, and I'm I'm thankful for that because I've met some awesome people now, and I'm like, if I wouldn't have gone through those things, I don't think I would be who I am now to have met these people in the state of uh, their lives that they are now. Right. And for us to come together and to mesh the way that we do. No, yeah. Based off of our past experiences, and I, I'm thankful for a lot of that. And I mean, in general, we are capable of changing every day who we are. It's a it's a consistent thought process. Just like we talk about all the time, going through that stuff in the house, man. Honestly, w- without that, I don't think I'd be who I am now. Yeah, that shit was good for a little bit, and then it sucked for a long period of time. But yeah. it also, I think, we came out stronger in the end of that. Yeah, and it, a lot of those moments weren't some of our brightest moments either. Right. But I mean, we had to kind of go through that to come out of that and understand that's not the type of people we want to be. Right. And how we want to go pressing on forward. And I think really everyone in that house learned that, but it it became. Not it became. It becomes a situation where you, dude, you just got to take control over what you're doing on a daily basis, where you're putting your energy, who you're giving it to, how you're accepting what's going on, whether you should be accepting what's going on or not. You might be getting taken advantage of by everyone in your life, but you'll never know it unless you start paying attention. And it's going to take this level of like, damn, I do got to dig myself out of this hole. And that's going to be hard. But, I mean, is it not worth it? You know? Like, I don't know. I think I don't want to get, like, super sentimental. But at the end of the day, I just think that we're trained to not give a fuck about ourselves in a certain way. Uh, we're trained to think that, uh, like, I don't really know, like, how to connect this. But, like, I feel like we're not given the proper tools or education on how to one care for your mental health or two care for your physical health and because of that i think we get left in this reality of just survival yeah everyone's surviving like and there's a couple people thriving every now and then you know what i mean maybe like one percent of the world's population is probably thriving maybe two to be generous like but 98% of the p- world is not thriving. 98% of the world is surviving. I would agree. And, and so, like, at that level, we we do have to find a way to balance the scales. I'm not saying 
nobody should have to be surviving. Some people that are in a surviving state are like, like you said, kind of need to be there. Like maybe this is a point in their life where they're learning lessons and being in a surviving state is teaching them things or maybe teaching them about what it means to be in a surviving state. So they work harder to get themselves out of it or find a way to not experience that. Da, 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 da. Like whatever the, the situation is, what I think is, is that like we have to find a way to balance the scales or we're doomed to repeat history. And that's obviously an age old fucking concept. I think it's also piggyback off of that. That is that we also don't know how to like caring for ourselves is the first step, but also learning to care for each other. The empathy. We don't. We're not taught empathy. Yeah. Or really sympathy. How to like lift people up around you. You know what I mean. If you see someone down, help them lift someone up. And you know, hopefully, it's a chain reaction. Not always going to be the case. There are some people that are just inherently. I don't know. It's that. It's a kind of an age-old question too. Is that are people inherently evil, or some people inherently evil, or is it something that they learn? I think genuinely there are some people that just have it in them. You know, to be selfish personally. Yeah. But I think the majority of people want to be good. I think the majority of people want want to help people there was a video i watched the other day actually of, and it kind of like it i've I, dude i've seen it more and more just in like a different things i was watching a, a tv show right after i saw this video and it kind of relayed some of the same ideas or some of it. but this this video was like it was a, a generic video like not generic uh it was like a genuine video like someone just mm. ca- happened to catch it some guy just dancing right yeah. doing his thing no one else is dancing some guy comes to join this guy dancing and they start dancing together and a third person comes and joins, and they start dancing, right? Come together. And just you see more and more people just start to come come together. And, like, it's like once someone sees somebody else, you know, do it, and they're having fun, now it doesn't become, like, a weird thing anymore. Right. All these people are doing it. So it's it's easier for you to join in on it. It's a chain reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just, and it's also, it was like, a, I watched another, like, breakdown of it in, like, terms of leadership of that video. Because I just, I saw the video originally, and then someone had posted a link underneath that video about... Like the leadership aspect of it, and uh, talking about how that kind of changed their their view on things, and it, it did mine too a little bit. Just you know, you do your own thing, do something you enjoy, do things you love, lift people up, and you know, it seems weird at first, and especially in the society that we're born into here in um, in America, very individualistic. People might look at you weird, or might not, you know, really enjoy the fact that you're doing that, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't still do it. Because then you might eventually find more people starting to do it, and I mean, it might this become is a, a thing conversation that of like self censorship at that level. Like why, like people are not doing what they want to do it as to not look weird in front of other people. Not to rock shit. the boat, right? When in fact, rocking the boat may be the only thing that people need to be doing. You know what I mean? Like, who? Why are we protecting this motherfucking boat? You know what I mean? We didn't build it. Who gives a fuck about it? Exactly. <laughs> but with that being said, I do think there's a lot of like potential that people are kind of doing to set like to pave the way for other people to be able to be more successful and to help people out. I'm talking mostly like entertainment wise, but I think it it, it trickle down into the community. Uh, and like I've always talked about it. Like that's one of my things I really want to do is put together like a big community event at some point. Bring out a lot of people. You know, have DJs, have like food. Mm-hmm. raise money that's something i really i I'm really want to do at some point which i know it's going to happen it's just you know getting my brain together and, and planning it to make it happen but right. in general just like seeing for instance you know your mom's house on youtube how they're you know they just put on their they uh funded a special right i think you were telling me yeah i'll look it up. yeah they just they was. just funded a special uh now they have other podcasts under them where they like that they uh kind of help 
you know, push and market and stuff like that. Just like kind of uh, Tiny Meat Gang does too. They have a few podcasts that they promote on their channel as well. Uh, you look at in the music industry, artists like John Summit, who just started his own label and he throws his own shows. The offbeat movement uh, you have with 808 Designs where they're throwing afters and shit. Just like a lot of these smaller people who helped bu- who built themselves, you know, from nothing basically and just started doing their own thing. And now they're kind of throwing their own stuff and they're able to put people on that might not have had the opportunity. He just wants attention. Wants to go outside. He's going for it, though. He needs to shut the fuck up. <laughs> but it's just, you know, it's just people giving these people the opportunity to maybe have a chance to do something more, you know, in these these companies that have like Tom Segura, you know, how to work hard at his craft for however long, you know, become a comedian and work his podcast up and then his wife do the same. And then both of them coming together. And now finally, after all these years of hard work, being able to find the fruit of their labor and, you know, create uh, create a platform to where they're able to put other people on, you know. Like right. they have the Danny Brown podcast on there, which Danny Brown's hilarious, and having being able to have him on, it's kind of like what Kill Tony does too, you know. Yeah. Where you know you have a minute, if you kill, you have the potential. God, dude. They're going for it, man. They just want some attention to die, to die. But yeah, it's it's, it's the. Like, Kill Tony, where you get a minute, if you kill that minute, and you consistently come up, and you're on the show, and you just keep killing that minute, you might be able to catch a a ride on someone's tour and go on tour to do comedy. Not to say that it's going to come easy, because Kill Tony will roast the shit out of you. Tony, uh, was it Hinchcliffe? Yeah. He'll roast the shit out of you. You see, like, where your head's at. You might have just killed that minute on on stage, but he might also just roast you to see if you're able to take it, because comedy's tough. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, I think it's awesome that you want people are able to build. And just, like, whether it's in the community, whether it's, like, these businesses or whatever, it's, like, we, we're able now to kind of, especially with the internet, to create these communities to where we are able to put people on, to help people out, to lift people up, to give people these opportunities they may not have had before, to see the potential in these smaller uh, <laughs> artists, comedians, musicians, fucking podcasters whatever the case is yeah and actually give them a shot and take a chance on them and actually build them up and give all these people like chances to live a life they might want to live or even just small businesses in general you know what i mean uh no i know i i mean we've talked about it before i mean bringing the lot, community together and like it's like like i said if throw, throw a community event bring like some small business that you love out and have them do the food or whatever you know what i mean like they get most of it but some of the money goes to proceeds it's just like a whole thing like you don't really get any money out of it but yeah, you're helping the community out, bringing the community together. That's something that's yeah. You know, I, would be I worth mean, it. they we we do have events like that around town. I mean, they're not as broadcast. That's really the issue is that there's no real way to. There is a way. There's no real people broadcasting the community events. Like, yeah, like there's like I guess you could go on like Yelp or fucking. Facebook like communities or something. I don't really know how to how you would even broadcast. Facebook's that, a big like, proprietor in that. But I mean, it is just like a it seems conceptually hard. You know what I mean? Like whenever you're like, I want to throw a community event, it, it's like, well, wait. There's actually a lot of work that goes into doing that. Yeah, just that. planning, yeah. Not just planning, but like networking and fucking Maybe even getting like permits to do certain that, yeah. shit and things like that. Like, 
there's a lot that goes into it and to the average person that works a nine to five that has kids like i can't do that (laughs) you know what i mean but then again that goes kind of back to like just putting yourself in these boxes i mean i'm sure you could do that you might not have as much free time as you have now but yeah, you I would think be about spending your free time doing something good for the world. Yeah, I think about the people who really are dedicated, man. Because I've seen, I was watching this video also of uh these people like they go in t- like polluted bodies of water, like n- like not deep, super deep ones, ones they can kind of walk in and stuff. They and they drink it. Yeah, that's main purpose. Sick, they clean what all the trash. Like? Probably pollution. I don't know if you're drinking the water out of Ohio. Probably death. That's they get superpowers. Yeah, dude. Uh, you get to see the afterlife. That's your, Ooh, that's your superpower. That's a good power. Yeah, dude. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, like, everyone else doesn't know if there's an afterlife, but you for sure get to see it. You get so to like, know. Exactly. That's pretty sick power. Fucking really. really <laughs> out here. But they, they they picked up the pollution and shit. Uh, He's <laughs> like, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> uh, and so, like, it's, you know, some people spend their extra time cleaning up. Yeah. Some people suit at the soup kitchen. Yeah, I mean, there's the whole trash bash shit and like that. People spend their extra time just trying to make a difference, whatever little bit that they can, you know. Neighborhood watch. I hate neighborhood watch, but you know, if that's <laughs> how you feel, I don't have a neighborhood watch where I'm at. But you don't have a neighborhood where you live. So. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but you know, I guess you know if that's how you feel like you're making a difference, good for you. I don't know, man. Uh, I've uh. I don't know. I have uh, mixed feelings about that, for sure. Part? The, the neighborhood watch. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm all for people, like, being involved in their communities. But if what you're doing is snitching on kids for smoking weed in their parents' car, then I, yeah. don't, I don't fuck with you. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you call the police on some shit like that, you're... Honestly, anyone that just calls the police. I mean, I get why we have the police, but, like, if you're calling the police, unless there's, like, a break-in or a murder or something that requires police attention, then I, I don't get why you're calling the police. Usually ever. <laughs> something that could probably potentially just it's be handled between each other. mostly that you don't want to deal with the problem. A hundred percent, yeah. I mean, and usually in most cases, the problem isn't even a problem. Like, I I mean, Reno 911 used to make jokes about it, like how on, like, every call they would have, it was like, you don't need to be here type shit. <laughs> but, I mean, like, I get it. No, don't get me wrong. Like, it's like, it's better to have and not need than need and not have. But that goes into, like, why ticketing and things like that exist, like, why there's quotas, because, like, you have it, so you have to have some use for it even funding. if there's exactly even if there is no use for it it's like crime is a biz uh, someone said it in like a rap song it wasn't even like a lyric it was like what either one of the intros or outros said they say crime don't pay say like judges lawyers fucking bail bonds like all these places like crime pay like a motherfucker <laughs> like literally crime is a business there's a, an entire business around crime it's not just the prison industrial complex. It's also all of the lawyers, judges, and things like that that have to get paid somehow. You know how that's going to happen? Crime's got to exist, baby. <laughs> we got to keep moving the needle so people keep doing illegal things so that we can keep putting them in jail. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. So Shit. we can end on that. Yeah, I think that was that's a dark I think note that was to end on, end, but let's but do it. Hey, you know what? <laughs> do what you want out here. Live your life. Don't get caught up in the bullshit. Just keep... 
keep pressing on. Show a little compassion. Show a little empathy. Care for somebody. Lift somebody up if you can. Lift yourself up, most importantly. Find some things that you love to do. I just recently picked up uh, some kendama. It's a toy. Put the ball in the cup. Fucking awesome. Also, shout out any Yerba drinks, energy drinks, natural caffeine. I don't okay. get... I, I didn't say any brands, but Yerba, that shit fucking hits. Also, shout out Boiled Peanuts. I just tried them for the first time. Boiled Peanuts kind of don't hit. They're decent, but they're not the best. I just want to put that out there. Much love to all you fucking guys. Thank y'all for tuning in every week. Finding Danny Podcast. You know we're fucking here, baby. 100th episode coming soon. Uh, I'm not going to put a date Don't on that. Don't wait up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to put a date on that just yet. We're going to figure some things out. We're going to make some shit happen. Uh, probably get. But after 100, we got uh, three guests lined up. So you guys. Yeah, three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe. Cole, Cole again. Well, uh, Cole's going we'll to probably, we'll probably we'll have a third. Ho- we'll hopefully re. Not a re. Uh, we'll hopefully invigorate a third person. Oh, Vickers. We got Vickers. Vickers and Eric. So yeah, we'll have some guests coming on. We'll have we'll probably end up getting a third person who's finally gonna end up helping us with the podcast. We'll see how that goes. Uh thank you guys. Hundredth episode. We're gonna make it special for you guys. We don't know just yet what we're gonna do, but it's gonna be something uh dope. So stay tuned. Love you guys. Y'all take care. Anything from you, Josh? Suck my dick. Alright, there you go. Later guys. <laughs> <laughs>